hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at, I know I'm in an alleyway, I know, I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers, that's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. You know the you know the uh, luxury brand Gucci, yes. Oh, of course. Everybody yeah, loves Gucci. Everybody's have, everybody have, out in the street. I have is Gucci. Everybody's out in the streets wearing Gucci. If you're not wearing Gucci, yeah. what are you even doing? I mean, what, yeah, what else in, are people you know, wearing? Rural Nebraska, loving their Gucci <laughs> pants that is, they tear they tear immediately. They're they're made of tissue paper, but you make first you contact with a with a native wilderness tribe and what are they wearing oh that's gucci that's it's all gucci all the way down did you know that the founder of gucci is named gucci o gucci did you know that (laughs) were you aware of this fact i only found this out today gucci o gucci wait wow You would think I would know this. You would. I don't think anybody would be, <laughs> be, be talking about this. We're here bringing you the information. Guccio, Guccio, Gucci. What? <laughs> what a powerful name! I'm Willie Will. Yeah, How's Willie it going? Will. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Like, well, I mean, he's an Italian, right? He is. Because maybe I think the names maybe are like I don't know. American names are always like, "Hello, I'm John Smith." And right. I, if, if I, I don't acknowledge, I, I don't deny that there's probably like, this is probably a relatively unnoteworthy name over in Italy. In Italy, However, but it's still, <laughs> it's, I mean, you, if it was Ferrario Ferrari, like we would still Ferrario, be like, Ferrari, what the fuck? We'd still be like, that's a little on the nose, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Willio Willie and Theo Theo The. That's a weird one. That doesn't work. <laughs> All these actually, Gucci is named after the Gucci region. Oh, on the body. Oh yes, yes, yes. Because yes, yes. <laughs> the original pieces only exclusively left that part open. Just sort of, I, you'd think that they cover it, but they only <laughs> left that bit open. I did imagine a, a documentary where it's just um, like it is an actual region where they're like the Gucci region <laughs> of Italy. Yeah, uh, and and everybody there, they just decided. You know what? We look really good. We looked and around. Everybody kind of came and they're like, "Good job." One guy <laughs> traveled out of the village one day and he came back and he's like, "Guys, I don't know if you know this, we look super good." Have you seen our handbags? They look so much better than everybody else's handbags because those all have turnips in them. <laughs> you know, ours have gold somehow. Yeah, I just went next to just the next town and they're using like wicker for their baskets. It's disgusting. It's horrifying. <laughs> I can't believe some it. Some good. Good material that was mass produced in a factory, <laughs> and they were so smelly next door. I'm never leaving again. Yeah. Ooh, and they had the plague. <laughs> Ooh, it was I think terrible. I caught it. Anyway, anyways, I coughed into my Gucci face mask. The only place that people would be like, you know what? They deserve the plague. That was <laughs> the probably for the best. Not yeah. the beautiful <laughs> the people. Oh, at least I'm in fine silks while I've died. Well, I died. Like, the most comfortable decompose. death imaginable. But you know what? You don't have to deal with that in Segment City. You sure uh, don't. Because there's no plague here. And also, uh, we got so many segments that we have built up in episodes like a perimeter. We have a, a wall, wall of episodes. Of That's episodes. right. That's yeah. why we're making these. Um, a tie enough I, to keep the zombie, the unwashed masses out. The un, yeah. Honestly, the unfashionable masses. Unfashionable. Yeah. yeah that's right. the more uh, <laughs> pressing matter. I'm Will Kane, and I don't wear Gucci on the streets, but I do wear Gucci in the sheets. That's pretty AKA good. Only my PJs are Gucci. I don't have money for a full Gucci outfit, but I do have Gucci PJs. I want to be very comfortable, and I want to be clear that this is very fashionable, but very uncomfortable. And I'm Theo Sabakas, and I will be referring to you exclusively as Willie O. Willie from now on. <laughs> Willie O'Willie, it sounds like a 90s rapper. <laughs> Willie like, O'Willie. <laughs> that he didn't exist is insane to me. It sounds also like, maybe like the uh, 
the husband calling competition. Willie, oh, Willie, oh, Willie! That is, if you have not seen that, listener, uh, please look up the husband calling competition. It's very good. Because it lives rent-free in my mind. (laughs) Because anytime my girlfriend yells anything at me, I always just go, Harold! (laughs) (laughs) Because they're like, any of the, oh my god, they're so good. They're so good. But, But you know what's also good? All the segments that we get for this podcast, we dumpster dive all the, the way through the internet. We get all those good comedy morsels and we package them into segments for you and me. And I dove deep, so you better appreciate it. I do appreciate it. It's down there with my yeah, snorkel and my mask swimming through the liquid garbage. Mm. Mm. I'm all smelly now. I, you are, but it's not because of the garbage. No, it's smelly before too. You're just smelly, <laughs> smelly in general. Uh, Theo, I got a real stupid thought today that I saw. Well, we're in a uh, we in Boston currently are in a, a transition period. Tell me it's about it. Out of it's out of bad spring. We're into good spring where it's warm. It's oh, getting I would the sixty seventy. Already through good spring, we're approaching bad summer. <laughs> yeah, we are, <laughs> but we're still in the weird, mm, ambiguous zone. And I wanted to talk to you about this, mm-hmm. where you will walk on the street and you will see somebody basically in like swim trunks, like they are ready mm-hmm. to, ready they are barely the wearing anything. They've got they have the, a tank top, they have got the short shorts. S- the strip of uh, sunscreen right down their nose, just the one. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is true Boston facts, real people you see. You did, <laughs> you did a very effective pantomime, by the way, because he pushed your nose and it looked like you were making white on your nose <laughs> by pressing, pressing down. But anyway, uh, you'll have those people. That are ready for something. They're living somewhere. Totally. And then you also get full winter coat, like still wearing a winter coat. Still not ready. Wearing really not ready. Pants, like full, not like I'm cold, but also it's seven. Like it's the weird in between. And I, I feel like other places have this. Maybe is it worse than Boston? Because I feel like in, in Boston, everyone has a good sense of the climate. But even so. Well, I always get confused going to places that are all like their default is hot because you as a northerner are mm. showing up there and you think oh 70 degrees this is warm i was in san francisco mm. and it was like 70 oh, yeah, degrees this is was warm g- and then there are people who are like nope this is cold this is as cold as it gets here san francisco not it's not a good a good example of this but you go there and like so there's 70 degrees and they're wearing their winter coats and they're like they're like bundled up and you're like what are you talking about this is beautiful shorts weather Mm. And, I was going to bring up San Francisco in particular because we had that very distinct <laughs> experience when we came from cold, cold. I think it was March literally a Boston. blizzard yeah. in, in Boston, and then we came and it was like sixties, seventies in San Francisco. And people are bundling up so, there. It was pretty okay, and everybody was like, <laughs> like people from California, especially like Southern California. Oh my god, the biggest babies. <laughs> hey, to do with it's me, Boston guy here. What are you, a couple of nerds wearing your coats? Come on, you got to get a Come noogie, man. and we're gonna shove your face in the snow. There is such a thing as too good of weather, and I'm also <laughs> going to say, like you, I think what it does a make- New England <laughs> statement. This weather is too good. What is this? No, no. You are like, yelling. It at makes the a Lex person. <laughs> you're like, you think you're better than me? Because <laughs> people, I genuinely think that if you live in a like nice climate, you kind of just forget that nature's bad. Like, Generally, <laughs> that nature bad. could really right. could get you cold and stuff. And they go like, oh, this. it's like be, uh, being spoiled for weather. Well, like this may be This is also the, 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 the thing people do when they go from cranking the heat to blasting the AC and there's no in-between mm. period where they're not using oh, yeah. either. I have like from, I would say early April through early July is a period where I don't use heat or AC. There's neither. I yep. go with what the temperature of the house is. I don't you understand the mindset. The I don't understand the mindset of either having to have the heat or the AC. My goal is to spend as little money about on, on my body as possible. All right. Let's take mm. that to the bank. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and so creature <laughs> comforts, you got to put on another, you got to put on another sweatshirt. You got to take off another layer, you know, just now, you choose what you're doing. I don't know if that's a Northeast statement or a dad statement. Mm. I ain't turning on that heat. <laughs> I am not turning on that heat. Absolutely <laughs> Money not. isn't grown on trees. That's correct. Not, I mean, it's technically growing on trees because you burn trees for heat. But uh, yeah, I'm going to call out two specific types of people in mm. regards to like weird temperature and stuff. Because there's Floridians that mm. are in hot, beautiful weather, but it's also the muggiest, worst 
it's the worst you're, kind drow- of heat. you're drowning in in heat yeah it's it's I, I don't judge them for having AC everywhere, but it's also <laughs> it's like I think King of the Hill made a statement about like Arizona or something where they're just like this place shouldn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> this is this God does not see this place <laughs> kind of deal. And I feel like that's Florida where it's like maybe we should just stop living there if you have to like crank up the AC. <laughs> I know it's like nice during the winter, but maybe just like evacuate if you have to have like a cold environment. Yeah, probably a good call. But also, you have people from the Midwest. Like, I had a roommate that was from Minnesota, mm-hmm. and that motherfucker would wear shorts in a, or, uh, like, he would only go up to jeans and a fleece coat. Also not okay. The the most ineffectual <laughs> coat that you could have. <laughs> like, New Englanders are sort of the room temperature of wearing appropriate clothing, meaning we are mm. the balance. We are the the stick by everything else getting, everything else gets measured against. So if you're we, either we are, bundling up too much <laughs> or too little, you're wrong. Whoa. You are going back to Puritan days where you were like, <laughs> we are the castle. We are the beacon. That people look up they to, look to all us the world from, around. From lead, it takes courage to lead, Will. <laughs> from, from Boston, where we're just like, hey, you know what? It's exactly 50-50. Like, that's what Boston kind of is. This is like half hot. Half, half cold, cold. <laughs> you get a little in between where it's very nice but then otherwise it's bad <laughs> but, like it's the the too much but anyway hopefully your next segment isn't also too much my my next segment is too much well it's oh, always shit. too much we're going to businesswire.com for this one what? we got some <laughs> breaking food news just just in this just Why? coming oh, in oh okay Craft Heinz unveils Heinz Remix, the first customizable digital sauce dispenser. What? <laughs> Hold the phone. That was so much that you just laid upon me. Please read the headline again so I can fully. Craft Heinz, the corp- corporation Craft mm-hmm. Heinz, unveils the Heinz Remix, the first customizable digital sauce dispenser. In what your mind. Is that? mean picture the coke choose your own adventure machine but now it's sauces for your french fries oh is this okay because when they said digital sauce thing i did just imagine like a cad like image (laughs) like a 3d printed like and now you can print it yourself like it has two sauces two sauces all right we're going to the news report today Kraft heinz company Unveiled Heinz Remix, the first customizable and IoT-enabled digital sauce dispenser to launch that allows consumers to personalize their own flavor creations. It's dispenser. Digital sauce dispenser. Hey, Will. Is it a physical thing? It's almost. Or is it coming out of my goddamn phone? Like, is it coming out of the charging port where I'm just like, honey? I press the power button and oops, my my finger just wanted to catch up. <laughs> Why is it gonna make the noise? Every time you select a sauce, it's like it's just out of, just barely out of sauce. Like, oh man, you're running low on this one too. <laughs> they they they're like listen we know our fan base is going to be covering up their farts <laughs> so and they're going to be using our apps so we just put it in it's almost a miracle that they didn't work in ai somewhere in here just 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 <laughs> saying i feel like that I mean, wave is get, coming they have digital they mm. almost said like metaverse or they something. said iot they snuck in that iot developed mm. in record speed six months from initial brief to the physical product <laughs> We did nothing to test this. We just rushed it right out the door as fast as we could. I like that product management wanted a hand on the ball to be like, <laughs> to, they, that's the only line they put in. It was just like, and product management was so uh-huh. fucking on point that we finished it under budget in under time, dude. How do we gracefully say that we uh, did the minimal amount of work we possibly could? <laughs> and spent as little money on this digital frontier. <laughs> With over 200 potential sauce combinations, Heinz Remix is the latest innovation from the company's food service or away from home division, which is a key growth platform as outlined in the company's long-term strategy. Well, make no mistake, this is a platform. This right here, this is a platform. So it combines the sauces and they said we can have like 200 combinations or so? Yeah, but... but, Uh-huh. You and I have done statistics, right? Uh-huh. Like we've done, you know, about like permutations. And uh-huh. stuff. <laughs> right. 200, it, those really rack up. So how many base sauces are there? Yeah, that, it's really like, not. If you could only get to 200. 
Right. You're on to something here, but I, I think it is also notable that it's just like the first iteration. Like, But also like how yeah. many sauces do we need? Or is there anybody actually like, hey, uh, so this Ooh. this blue cheese dip, not about it anymore. I'm, mm. I got to mix in mm. some like root beer flavoring in there and then we'll be good to go. I did. I was going to rebuke you by saying uh, the fucking the soda machines. Absolutely, every single time, it is a new alchemical contraption that I'm making. Where it's just like I'm just like every single flavor. Yeah, but that's because you're every time. Uh, that's but this, you're... I will agree. But I was going to rebuke you by saying that. But now, but then you brought up the good point of sauces for thing like for these kind of things more specific right <laughs> right like you go seeking specific. out the dip that you want because you know it this is ultimately complementary right you need it you need to know what you're getting out of your complementary option your yeah. sidekick needs to be consistent to the main if event. you're you can mix a a strawberry soda with like i don't know an orange soda and it's just gonna t- taste like berry something like <laughs> that's okay to mix but if you mix blue cheese in <laughs> garlic sauce like, we're gonna get to spray okay, territory but... there i will yeah. also say i would love to see the statistics on these coke choose your own adventure i don't know what they're called coke freestyle coke freestyle machines no i, I would, like i would coke almost, choose your own adventure <laughs> i would almost guarantee you that the most sought after flavors are just the basic flavors i would mm. almost like put my life on it I would say if they had an infographic that was like the circles that are on the machine, yeah. I would say water was probably going to be that. No, because they Cause stick water most... in the bottom left corner so you can't even see it because they're like, ah, sure. you're not getting away with being healthy this time. I do like that it's like idiocracy where they're just like, you want to use water? Why? You could have a d- tasty, tasty water. <laughs> it's much delicious. <laughs> why, would you do, why did you do a normal drink when you could do vanilla drink? Oh, you want plain drink? Oh. You ever meet those people that are like, I, I don't drink water. It's too like, I, I hate the taste of it. I need to drink like orange juice mm. or a soda. I don't understand how those, those people, people survive. Those people always have diabetes. That's like, they yeah, that's the least of their problems. The brand, the, the, the release continues. Heinz is no stranger to unique sauce combination to satisfy fans cravings and needs uh, and needs. Uh, they released mayo chup, apparently. I need it. All right. Now Heinz Remix is taking personalized sauces to new heights, creating a first for the sauce and food service category. The freestanding machines is a touchscreen operated enabling. Oh my God. I didn't think about this until right now. You ever go to those little like squirter cups for ketchup? That's the stickiest experience of my whole life. And now they're like, (laughs) we're integrating a touchscreen into this experience. Yeah. That's the fingerprints on that screen is going to be disastrous because it's people with french fries presumably being like all right so i already got a little bit of sauce it's on my fingers a little bit but let's start poking things it's like it's like this this like write a horror story in two words for me it's like (laughs) for me it's like public touch screen (laughs) where's sauce touch screen public (laughs) sauce touch screen um so that's this freestanding machine is touchscreen operated, enabling consumers to first select from a range of bases, currently ketchup, ranch, 57 sauce, and barbecue sauce, then personalize okay. further with one or more enhancers, currently jalapeno, smoky chipotle, buffalo, and mango at their preferred intensity level, mango? low, medium, high. Yeah, huh. I'd love some mango ranch, please. I'll take three. <laughs> Yeah, it would be be different if you had like teriyaki or something like that, but it was like ketchup mango. What are we doing? Also, what is is it like? I mean, you probably don't have this information, but I imagine that it's either going to be a liquid or a powder. And imagine it's just like, I would like some mango and it just goes, (laughs) just like put some, some powder on it. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, and their preferred intensity level, low, medium, high. So if you went for 57 sauce mangoes high, then you're living on the edge. Oh, my God. That would be flavorful. I'm hitting <laughs> the knobs. <laughs> Honey, you're going to judge me for this, but I'm about to go on a flavor expedition. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just about to black out. I'm going to go too, going on flavor high this time. You black out and you just wake up in the bathroom on the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) The problem with introducing different enhancers is really like, what complements ranch? 
Like, yeah, ranch is, a, is a kind of by itself. Like, I thought it was going to be like barbecue ranch or something like that. And I'm like, well, barbecue is a base, right? So you can't yeah, do barbecue ranch. You can do barbecue smoky chipotle or barbecue, I guess, buffalo or barbecue mango. Uh, yeah, what is it? I guess I, I think they just kind of matched up because like ranch and buffalo a little bit matches. And then like yeah. barbecue, but nothing matches with the ranch, with mango. <laughs> why is mango no. there? I don't know why mango is there. Maybe only for the barbecue sauce or mango ketchup, but that sounds disgusting. Yeah. yeah what are you dipping in mango ketchup? I don't know. Are you dipping? Are you putting on your fruit salad? Like, you're what are, dipping your self-respect in. <laughs> you're dipping your wallet and you're saying, I don't need this anymore. I have lost my those... place in society. Uh, yeah. Get rid of all that money. <laughs> Who needs it? We got a quote here. As a company, we're transforming through innovation (laughs) by making bigger, more intentional bets to fuel our growth and create new experience for consumers. Oh, this is your intentional bet? Yeah, I was Uh, about to say. Alan Kleinerman. What is is with, like, managers and always, like, stating out loud that they weren't doing their job properly before? (laughs) Like, what? Like, we were taking small, bad bets before. Like, what are you talking about? Unintentional bets. It was terrible. And then we thought maybe we should make big good bets. Oh, there we go. <laughs> we were this, we weren't we're trying to bet, fuel though. our growth. We were actively siphoning our growth before. They are take what they are doing is that they are making a machine out of something that is literally like the most simple machine a you could have, model, which is a pump. Right. Yeah, the technology <laughs> has officially gone to it. You wonder why we have a chip shortage sometimes. Yeah, what everybody has a <laughs> smart refrigerator and a smart sauce dispenser. Ugh. The quote continues. Heinz Remix is a great example of this consumer-first approach to innovation. We're changing the game for food service operators and sauce lovers. Oh, you're changing it for food service operators by making their minimum wage staff clean off a touchscreen now? Is that what you're doing? Also, that takes maintenance. That takes, like, it's so much more, like, to clean one of those things isn't, like, terrible, but it's enough. That, but for, like, technology now, like, you could take apart the old ones. <laughs> I did that as part, part of my job, and you, like, clean them out or whatever, and it's not that bad. But, like, if it had fucking chips in there, it's like, uh, oh, sir, God. and you have to get, like, a technician or something? <laughs> like, what do you do? <sighs> they, they, they add this very bold quote, dipping will never be the same. <laughs> <laughs> Which I... I I mean, I think it's ultimately just sort of lowering your hand and then raising yes. your hand, but... <laughs> honey, um, honey, I don't know how to dip it anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's like, something's it's happened. Like, Did I have a stroke? Like, I don't know what's going on. It's like the joke from Airplane where it's like, and then that's when my drinking problem started. He just like doesn't know how to drink water anymore. <laughs> it gets the side of his face. Like, honey, I've just taken it like uh, somebody takes a tequila shot. So I shotgunned the sauce and then I. Threw Am I the doing fries it right? In. Am I doing it right? Is this something? Is this anything? It says it's a change forever. It's more than a sauce dispenser. It's an insights engine and business model enabler that will help Kraft Heinz understand and respond to consumer trends and flavor experiences in real time. Who knows? Maybe our next new sauce combination will come from a super fan using Heinz Remix. And with that statement, this is a public call to action. I've never asked you, the listener, to do anything in any seriousness. Here I am begging you. Uh If you see one of these machines, select... Mango Ranch. It's your only <laughs> option. Make this become a thing. It's I terrible, you, and I need them to ship it to nationwide stores. I thought you were going to say destroy it for everybody. No. It's like you're a quest giver in an MMO. Destroy their <laughs> destroy analytics. Destroy the, the pox givers. <laughs> they're only ruining our society. Also, they're, I love salesman talk. Mm-hmm. Like corporate salesman talk where they're just like this sauce dispenser will innovate <laughs> and it will change the reality that we live in. Like, when but in then, reality, the, nobody is getting excited for this. And one of their things was people will be up to date on sauces. Like if you're in like Wyoming, they're like, we only have ketchup. We're behind <laughs> on all the sauces. Like, what are you talking about? We're still waiting for electricity to get here so we can plug in our sauce machine. <laughs> <laughs> and then the newfangled thing. I haven't even seen a mango. I don't know what it is, but I think it's probably a savory. <laughs> the old of railroad's coming in with a shipment of that mango sauce. I can't <laughs> wait to 
try it. It's a man who is the oldest. Man. It's the same guy. Like, it's he's like, it's like, it's just like, hi, Charles. Hi, Benjamin. It's like, oh, got a delivery of just a bunch of mangoes. And he just has a big train car. <laughs> full of it. Oh. oh, no. Well, I can't wait to see this machine in coming to an area near me. No. You're I right. Like You're that. right. No. <laughs> You're right. No. I was going to be my transition, but no, I'm not excited to see this. <laughs> I, 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 have you ever been to a grocery store where they have the robot that will yeah, like, come the robot. and clean things? And that says a that sign robot. that's like, <laughs> I'm a nerd. <laughs> Don't bully me. <laughs> Don't bully me. <laughs> Don't kick me over, please. Well, I, I can't. You know that. what I can't wait for? I can't wait to see one of these machines predictably out of service at a local fast food chain near me. Well, I'm going to be a service to you because I got a couple of in the news, in the news. for you. I'm going to do, um, I have two short stories. Um, I'm I'm going to start with this one. Uh, both of them are funny. This one is like a little bit more, I'm going to say, uh, dangerous. It's, it's a little mm. bit more of a dangerous situation, but I'm going to say it has a good adventure angle. Hmm. The title, this is from MLive, which I don't know, I, I guess it's a local affiliate of something. Um, this is from May 12th, 2023. Um, eight-year-old escapes abduction attempt in northern Michigan. Brother hits suspect in head with slingshot. What? Wait. <laughs> Hold on. You're telling me slingshots are actually useful? It's not just a Zelda thing? <laughs> That's, this is why as an adventure, this is an 80s, like, Goonies level yeah. story we got here. Um. And uh, editor's note, the story has been updated as Michigan State Police accidentally provided the wrong ages for the victim and her brother. So the <laughs> so thank you, Michigan State Police. Um, a 17-year-old suspect from Alpena uh, has been charged in connection with the attempted kidnapping of an 8-year-old girl. Michigan State Police say the suspect was arrested Wednesday, shortly after he tried to abduct the victim from her backyard. According to an MSP news r- release, the girl Microsoft was hunted. Paint news report. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're writing this at Microsoft. This, this is this a, just uh, in, written across the screen in MSP. This is a news source that I don't know that is citing other random <laughs> 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 other things. But apparently, they have these. Uh, I I think this is the uh, the Michigan State Police. Oh. Um, according to Michigan State Police news report, the girl was hunting for mushrooms in her backyard. Oh. So uh, we're starting from like kind of an adventure angle because yeah, he does that's that very, unless that's you're very, in a fable. That's very wholesome. I'm. I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, when an own, unknown male appeared from the woods, which is fucking terrifying. Yeah, that is and terrifying. That, like this is this is fairy tale bullshit. Uh, grabbing the girl, uncovering her mouth, the victim was able to break away from the suspect. Her 13-year-old uh, brother witnessed the attempted abduction and shot the suspect in the head and the chest with a slingshot before the suspect fled the scene. That's incredible. He's awesome. This is like hero of the... This the, is so good. <laughs> he that, is it, a hero. He's so great. It's shocking to me that this kid was proficient enough with a slingshot that he was able to hit an assailant. He it was domed a su- him. It was a successful self-defense weapon. That's insane. Mm. Uh, another family member saw the suspect working together, fleeing the scene, for, and, uh, and a description was provided to police who began looking for him. The suspect was eventually found hiding at a nearby gas station. Hey, man, you got to hide me. It's like, you, you can't go into the bathroom unless you buy something. <laughs> oh, I'll get a Reese's bar. Oh, dang it. Yeah, but you can't eat your Reese's bar in the bathroom. That's nasty, and I won't have it. Yes. Think about the germs, sir. Think about the germs. So uh, he was hiding in the nearby gas station. The suspect was visibly wound, had visible wounds from the slingshot and was taken into custody by police. Hell imagine, yeah. Identified by his slingshot wounds. Incredible scenes. He just has like a welt on his head. He's like, I swear to God, I didn't get hit by a slingshot. Let's <laughs> just say that. <laughs> I fell on a bedpost twice, once on my chest and once on my head. Is that anything? Uh, I was in, I was just hanging out next to my bedpost. <laughs> you know, as you, you know. do, you stand there and you wait to get yeah. tired and then you go to bed. But you know what? If somebody had a slingshot, you should go after those people because they're the real menace. <laughs> 
During an interview with detectives, police allege uh, the suspect admitted that he planned on severely beating the child. Which, what the oh, fuck? Jesus Christ. So he deserved way more worse than <laughs> just being with Jesus. a fucking slingshot. Um, the suspect was launched at the Alpena County Jail and arraigned on Thursday on one count of attempted kidnapping slash uh, child enticement, which I feel like is a weird just like I, you could probably just say child endangerment. Mm-hmm. I don't know why child entice child enticement sounds like a witch kind of crime. You know what I mean? Where <laughs> it's, it's a little Hansel like, Gretel, yeah. Yeah. Come to me, young Jeff. You're under arrest, ma'am. Well, I was just kind of saying, like, I was hanging out next to my bedpost. Next to my bedpost. <laughs> bed yeah. I want to just start with my cool bedpost. Oh, this is the last stride for old Helga. This is not going well. Uh, uh, and one count of attempted assault to do great bodily harm less than murder. Which is another weird one. Bodily harm less than murder. I feel like the technical like, names for some of these is punch weird. Him. Yeah. Uh, despite being a juvenile, the suspect is being charged as an adult. This is one of the few times that I feel like this is like short. Weird, man. I'm gonna, he was 17. Like, and also that's such a like directed crime. Um, that was one story. Mm-hmm. And this one is uh, a little bit more fun. It only gets more fun from there. This is cartoon bullshit. This I'm going to say this outright. All right. This is I'm ready for it. <laughs> some cartoon logic that this man has given. This is from NBC News from May 15th, 2023. Colorado man trying to avoid DUI arrest attempted to swap places with dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is from Springfield, Colorado. A driver who was pulled over for speeding tried to switch places with his dog to avoid arrest. Okay. <laughs> you did just giggle. Like, that is <laughs> the closest you've ever come to. <laughs> You're like, this is fun. This is a fun this DUI a arrest. Uh, police in Colorado said. An officer watching him maneuvering inside the car before he got out <laughs> on the passenger side on Saturday night in Springfield, a town of about uh, 1,300 uh, people on the state's eastern plains, police said on Facebook on Sunday, which I always love when people cite Facebook posts <laughs> in their article. <laughs> Uh, the man said he was not behind the wheel <laughs> and clearly showed signs of being drunk, police said. He ran from the officer when asked about how much he had dr- <laughs> he had drink he had to drink and was caught within 200 yards, police said. So he did not even make it that far. <laughs> he be, he's like, here's my dog. Here's actually uh, drive fighter very good at this. Uh, he he got the hang of it. He, I think he's gonna go for his test soon. Well, see, <laughs> yeah, I, I like, was I taught him how to do the pedals last week, and then he did the, 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 the steering wheel today. I think he's but, gonna bolt. You better watch him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, because he is a dog. So don't open the door because he's <laughs> wily. And also, uh, after being taken to the hospital to be checked out, the man was arrested on suspicion of charges, including driving under the influence of alcohol and or drugs. I'm going to say, I don't think that's that much of a suspicion. suspicion. <laughs> I think it's a little bit of more of a reality, um, including driving under the influence of alcohol and, and or drugs and driving while ability impaired, as well as previous warrants for his arrest. Previous warrants for his arrest does lead to the question of, has he tried this multiple times? How many dogs does he own is my main question. And how What many, happened <laughs> how to many the dog dogs? after they arrested him? Yeah, what happened to the dog? <laughs> did they, you, did think, the you, officer think the dog, you think the dog went back to the other dog and was like, you guys will never believe this? I finally got to drive. It was it's, he goes to his like cats and dogs sentient <laughs> dogs. He's like, "Hey, everybody! My owner was so like weird. He was just kind of he went into a weird place, and then he was stumbly, and he said, you shake over.' And so I did, <laughs> and it was great. And it was so cool. Do you think the officer was like, "All right, you're free to go." The dog's like, "All right, thank you, officer." And he <laughs> or <laughs> drives away. <laughs> that or he was like, "All right, we got to we got to put your items in the box. What we got to enumerate everything you have. You got wallet, you got keys." And he's like putting each one in the box. And he's yeah, like, "You got this dog." <laughs> and the dog retriever puts, in, <laughs> puts it in the box. I was like, "Okay, okay, going in, <laughs> in evidence lockup." <laughs> Just for, they keep, <laughs> here's your stuff. But, oh, oh. 
<laughs> Did anybody feed the dog? Oh, yikes. <laughs> He's been eating a lot of cocaine out of this evidence locker. <laughs> he had Ooh. a very exciting end to yeah. his life. Uh, but anyway, hopefully your next segment is going to end my life. Oh, well, From fright not. or of laughter. Oh, okay. All right, maybe laughter. We can do that. Well, yeah. well, I promised you this a couple of weeks ago, and listen, it's finally happening. We went down oh. over to FarmersOnly.com, and we oh. put some of these here oh. public profiles. Oh, my goodness. And this completes my journey of coastal elitism to yeah. the finish line. <laughs> this is especially, I'm going to have a disclaimer <laughs> that we are not, we are having good fun because it is, I, I have to say only though, is a little bit of a, like, I don't know, it's it's a very niche and very specific and therefore funny. Like if it was yes, dentist it's very only, niche. we would still laugh. I would, stay like away, farmers. I would stay away from goofing on anybody for any private information. They have put this out into the world themselves. And, I ask, and and I'm saying that as someone who puts out this podcast into the world myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Do, uh, is this like one of those their their profiles are just public on default, or is it like they put on a a, a setting to be like send it out into the world, make it public? No, it's like you sign up for a free account, and the next thing you know, you're looking at cowboy profiles it's it's really not oh, that okay. complicated the, oh, okay the, so the three pieces of info- went into work the, the, yes the three pieces okay. of information they ask you for are your name and email address and a date of, and how old you are and that's all the information they ask for it's super easy yeah that's and easy i will to- say <laughs> the website is not new it's like from like the mid 2000s so it's just like a, yeah. a ui with some cowboy pictures and i'll tell you this Every single one of those boys is sitting in their truck in their profile picture. Every single <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, could you expect anything less? They got the they got the wraparound sunshades, and they're sitting uh-huh. in their truck. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you, as a woman, or sorry, not a woman, someone interested in these potential partners. Thank thank you for being um very politically correct. I don't think these are the type of people that would appreciate you being politically <laughs> Probably correct. not. A lot of them were very like, I'm not getting a vax, so fuck off if you think yeah, I'm doing that. <laughs> I don't think they're very um Yeah, I think they're <laughs> But I will say like they're blue my, jeans. My point being truck. my point being when all of the stock sort of look the same, I don't know how you're supposed to choose one from another. Mm. <laughs> But that's going to be your job today. I've got five ooh, oh my ooh, God. suitors for you, and you will for are going me. home with one ooh, la, lucky winner. La. <laughs> ooh, la, la. So I, I won't five. be going home with them, <laughs> but but I will choose one of them. Okay. All right. Number one. This is mm-hmm. they give them a, de- a default uh, username, but sometimes people update them. This is someone who updated one, and his name is a screen name. Twisted Cowboy 86. Whoa, I'm like the Jared Leto's Joker. I'm a <laughs> little twisted. I'm a little twisted. <laughs> All right. There's no no punctuation in this one. Let's see if I can do it in one. Okay. <gasps> hey there. My name is Brendan. I live on a working beef cow ranch. I'm just a ranch hand. I'm not a weekend cowboy. I'm more of an everyday cowboy. I love my ranch country lifestyle. Just looking for someone who's into the same thing. I promise I'm not here to waste anybody's time or play games. I am looking for something long-term, very romantic, compassionate, always have a smile on my face, and I love to have fun. Gentlemen, I wear on my heart on my sleeve, and chivalry is not dead here. I believe good really... Fuck. <laughs> I you almost got it. I, I believe a good relationship has to have trust, honesty, commitment, communication, compassion, and loyalty. Want to know more? Just text me. Double question mark. All right. Copy and paste and send. And that is my <laughs> my very by the book. <laughs> I'm not here to play games. It's like I w- oh dang it! I wanted to just play Monopoly. Hey, Will. <sighs> yeah. What's a weekend cowboy? <laughs> oh, you don't know. You you might be a week, weekend cowboy, my friend. Because what's a weekend to, cowboy? I think that's people who are in like Austin or what, like places where they have just like cowboy boots and cowboy hats, oh. and maybe go like ride a horse somewhere on weekends. But like oh. they don't actually. They go he's to an like everyday a cowboy. Yeah, he's, this guy's he's in the mud. Cowboy. He's in the shit. And then he's, this is what Twisted Cowboy 86 is looking for in a potential partner. 
I'm looking for a good girl who wants that wants a man that'll treat her like a woman should be treated and like someone <laughs> okay. who's likes being in the country. I do some pretty fun things and I'm tired of not having anybody to share them with. I'm not rich and I don't have a body like huge Jackman, <laughs> but I have a big heart. <laughs> Can you spell it with an E? Yes, Huge Jackman? Huge Jackman. Oh, yeah. I'm the wo- Imagine, like, hey, everybody, I'm Hugh Jackman. I'm the Wolverine. Oh, is that you, girl? I'm going to steal her. Like, that's like. <laughs> huge Jackman. No, so Huge Jackman. Take it another one from me. Oh, that guy. I'm going to get him one day. I I'm just imagining there is like a montage in this where this man is just doing like cowboy stuff and he's just like in the mountains he's like fishing by himself he's just like (laughs) wrestling cows or whatever by himself and he just like I'm so lonely (laughs) if only I had somebody to share this I'm so lonely. (laughs) Oh, I'm like the only person who would <laughs> just immediately laugh at a good SpongeBob reference. <sighs> so that's candidate number one. If you're paying attention, this is Hugh. Look at searching for he, Huge Jackman, as we'll call this seems, contestant. He seems nice. He didn't seem. I don't know what his hobbies are. I just know mm, that he's a cowboy. He's a, not a weekend cowboy. So and he I'll, just. It sounds like he wants me to also be in the mud and the shit and stuff. Yeah, but and also I'm, to be treated like a woman. I mm, I do like being treated like a woman. <laughs> he treats you like more than one person, so you have more say. All right, candidate number two, named mm. Cowboy three two five eight six zero four one, a default username, hasn't bothered oh, yeah, to update course. it. What a shame! I, that's a high number. So is everybody? Does There's it just a lot default of cowboy. to cowboy? <laughs> and it just like increments it for the default name. <laughs> this one starts. Buy me cows and tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> Wait, that you were offering me nothing. Then. You, all right, you give me the cows and you also tell me that I'm banging. I'm pretty. Thank you very much. Now go, leave me. I leave the toilet seat up and drink the milk from the jug. All right, bad. Immediately, <laughs> oh, this is all red flags. I mean, like, hi, this is four red flags so far. Uh, I'm cheap, I'm narcissistic, Uh I don't respect... Poor uh, hygiene. Poor hygiene, and yeah, and I don't respect you to leave the seat down. Oh, and I need to be complimented. Yeah, and I'm vain. Vain. I I live in a small town a long way from nowhere. Some of my friends call me miles from nowhere. All right. Nothing but (laughs) red flags. Like, I'm waiting for a single good thing. I manage an elk and bighorn sheep winter range and ranch on the side. I hope to be able to quit working for the man and just ranch for myself sooner than later. My ranch is a cow-calf operation. I run red and black Angus cows and Hereford bulls. I think four-wheelers are a wonderful tool for fencing and spraying weeds, but they don't have a place behind a cow. Why are you giving me the farmer's all in that of like in your fucking like goddamn thing of like it's actually handy for if you want to put up a fence, but if you stay behind one, then you're gonna get a quick kick to the face, oh my, my friend. Oh my god. The number of profiles I looked through that I was like, you're just enumerating the kinds of animals you interact with on a daily basis and not talking about yourself at all. There um, could that work on there would work on some women, maybe, if they're very big animal lovers like like the, imagine the woman that is on farmers only uh-huh i'm they, imagining they are, uh-huh. that brings up only the <laughs> in, image in my mind of a woman diving into a swimming pool full of hot dogs because it's like <laughs> there's no other that's what it is and she's just like what is this woman looking for you because like brendan, yeah, but, brendan but, but, the first guy was fine or whatever uh, this guy has been nothing he's like he wants a female version of himself but describing <laughs> Describing only the animals you interact with, it should be called farm animals only. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to start a nice relationship with my cow? <laughs> Cowboy is looking for, I like an independent woman who can think and do for herself. I'm looking for a lady who can work okay. and play by my side with an emphasis on lady and beside. Why does it sound like a resume, like a job <laughs> thing on Craigslist? I like I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking for some nine to five ninjas, to, some superstars, rock stars to really knock it out of the park when it comes to <laughs> ranching, 
So that's contestant number two, cowboy, who's just bad at being terrible. Good. No, he's, not, terrible he's the worst. Cowboy. All right, <laughs> we're not cowboy. moving ahead with terrible cowboy. All right, contestant number no. three, this is OSU country boy. Okay, Here's the name. I'm in love with places I've never been and experiences I've yet to experience. Pretty what does good. That mean? Pretty good at being awesome. <laughs> really good at being lame. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> so he's contradicting himself <laughs> and also saying shit that just does not make it's like he's trying to be deep but it makes no fucking <laughs> I'm in love with places that I have never seen oh, I haven't yeah. even thought about Thanon <laughs> 7 but I can imagine the shores of that alien planet <laughs> what so the fuck beautiful. is he talking about and I love it semi pro pool player and still shitty at darts family health and fitness <sighs> After work, I'm usually getting lost in the woods, learning new recipes from around the world, or reading a good book. Surprise road trips, adventures are my jam. Also love old country music. So actually, I will say for this fella, he, he has seems more like he has more going on. He's just, don't don't try to be too poetic, my dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say if you one of your three hobbies is walking into the woods... It does, I w- or in like going on road trips, I would be a little bit scared that it's like, yeah, I'm just going on a, oh yeah, we've been having trouble with our relationship, I'm just going to go <laughs> have a walk in the woods, it'll be fine. Like, <laughs> it's a, Yeah, so my boyfriend uh, is really into surprise road trips, he says we're going out for lunch, and then we're gone for the whole weekend? Is that a red flag? He, um. So he's been, I don't know how to say this, he's been astral projecting? into <laughs> places that he hasn't been as he hasn't been <laughs> and so he so you can see them and f- form love for uh, them during the strange. middle of the doctor strange multiverse of madness scene where they go through the dimensions he said oh i've been there whoa <laughs> <laughs> was, he's like it was actually pretty neat it, it was, was actually, actually pretty cool i prefer the dive bar <laughs> i love glorf clop nine actually but uh yeah the two things he did mention are bar games. Like, he yeah. was like, I'm b- pool and darts. I'm bad at one of them. OSU Country Boy is looking for a feminine, big on family, love yourself woman, enough to take care of your body and mind, have, a, have or seek purpose, have a fun life, and don't judge yourself or others too hard along the way. You dress cute and I'll handle the plan. You All know right. what? That's actually, that's a cute kind of, yeah. and it wasn't the worst that I've ever heard of. Uh-huh. But I will, I, I am waiting. It's always when they were like looking for an independent woman who who doesn't take no sass. And uh-huh. I, I don't know if I would respect it more if they were like, I want a woman with thick thighs <laughs> that will, I can bear my face in. Like, I don't know if I would respect that. Or, or if that's worse. Which one? Are, yeah, just we come on one that it's like, I'm all about the thighs, ladies. Like, <laughs> is that going to be a good or bad experience? I don't know if it's more truthful than just being like, I want a strong, independent woman that also likes all the things I like. Like, (laughs) because that's what they're basically kind of saying. All right. So that's a contestant number three who actually has interest. He's okay. He's okay. okay. Contestant number four. This is default farmer username. We'll just call him farmer. Okay. It's all about providing for my kids. Looking for someone will accept them as their own. It's part of the deal in my eyes. This Shoot. is already starting like an Amazon erotica. I don't like that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I won't stop anything from my clan. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> shoot, ride quads, shoot some more. Disneyland is a must. <laughs> oh, and then work. <laughs> I love the bone that he throws to him. Like, okay, we'll go do girly things, I guess, <laughs> but I'm going to be shooting too much. Bi- <laughs> I don't think he's <laughs> throwing a bone. He says Disneyland is a must. He puts it right there. I, You know what? I like that. If I was a woman, that would actually get me a if, – if, if it had like Disney lyrics or something, then it's like, oh, he has a soft side. You yeah. know? Mm. Medically retired from the army, so I have a lot of time with my kids, fortunately. I'm a general contractor now. And much more, just ask. Men don't have to start every conversation, so don't be shy. If you can name the location of my second pick, then we can date, haha. <laughs> How does that Disney song go? Men don't have to start every conversation. <laughs> 
Yeah, you kind of lost me at the end. It was, <laughs> to be honest, where hey, hey, you you can come to me. I, I'm a I'm a catch. <laughs> I like talking to people. I'm a people person. This also lists the preferred body type that this farmer is looking for, and it says, oh, I'm, "Tell you yeah. later." <laughs> it's nothing. What is? What do you mean? Tell you later? The tell you when the date starts, and he goes, "Not for me." Not for and he me. just walks away. <laughs> All right, so that's farmer Disney farmer Disneyland that's is a must for this farmer. Yeah, Disney farmer. Yeah. He's not that bad. He, he although he kind of lost me. He had dips and valleys. Like you, yeah. you good stuff. You had bad stuff. All right, last contestant. This is Cowboy ninety one. This is a little. You gotta buckle up for this one. This one's a little. I'm this is a little bit of a trip. <laughs> the name isn't just the name. It's just not a number. It's my age. <laughs> this one starts off with an intro paragraph that um, I'm not sure it's working. We'll see. I guess <laughs> we'll see if it works on me. Yeah. Please be able to have a conversation. I'm not oh sure why or when one word answers became normal. If you want to get to know someone, there has to be two sides to the conversation. Ask questions, etc. So if you give me one or two answers and don't ask questions, I I will assume you're not interested and I will move on. If it doesn't seem like you show interest, then I won't show any interest either. A relationship is mutual, meaning both sides participate. Mm -hmm. That's the first paragraph of his profile. (laughs) You know what really grit gets me in? Uh-huh. Complaining. Uh-huh. Complaining. <laughs> griping right. about how nobody has a conversation anymore. <laughs> like, what? Line break. Hello there. My name is William. <laughs> so this, that was a disclaimer of just like, hey, don't fuck with me. Okay? I'm a business. I'm all business. And he's just like, hi. hi <laughs> now he's just like, hmm. Hello there, my name is William. I have grown up in the country. I am not a city slicker. However, I did not grow up on a farm. I love the outdoors. I love dogs and cats. I have two of each. I love camping, either in an RV, a tent, or off an adventure bike or dual sport. I enjoy hiking and road trips. I'm a gearhead, so cars and trucks and motorcycles are important. I like most forms of motorsports and racing. There's just something about the feeling of acceleration and going fast on two wheels or four. Another important part of my life, actually the most important, is Jesus and what he has done for me <laughs> and for everyone who accepted him in his life. Listen, I'm an adrenaline junkie, and you know who's the biggest adrenaline junkie of them all? Jesus Christ. This gives me so much validation for the gearhead character we came up with for the episode 100 skit where he's like all about driving the hearse fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This is, by the way, this is second worst because all of this has been a big red flag. All of the things have not been like good things that a woman would want to do. Like hiking, maybe, but it's like once you're just like, I'm a gearhead and I am an adrenaline junkie, basically, of like, it's like, oh, so you like not spending time Uh with me and endangering yourself. I love that for a partner, a lifelong partner. Yeah, but also after listening all of that, he's like, oh, and by the way. Incredible Jeez. walk with Christ. <laughs> so, it's better or worse to start with Jesus. Like, uh, my family is very important to me. I don't have a lot of family around here anymore, but what I do have is important to me. I do want kids, and that's not really negotiable for me. Huh, that's some um, uh, strong, strong I'm play. Going to, and if you don't want it, then I'm. it's not negotiable. I said that. I'll be poking holes in the condoms. I'm pretty quiet until I get to know people. Very sarcastic and a smart ass at times. Laughter is a necessary medicine. I am serious when you when needed, but can't take everything so serious that you miss out on the fun. YOLO, right? At least on this earth. Um, okay, this I'm gonna There are, I've personally interacted with guys that are they say like I'm a little bit hard to get along with, but I got a good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And it's you know what their sense of humor, this is just from personal experience. You know what their sense of humor is? Making fun of- Making fun uh, of other people. Minorities. Yeah, other people or just racist shit. Like, <laughs> <where> <laughs> they just, and they try to like rope you in and you go, that's not funny though. Cowboy91 is looking guy, for someone yeah. trustworthy, God-fearing, or at least semi-open to it. God-fearing is such a 
bullshit, like an insane term to have in your daily profile. I hope you fear God, and you will f- the same. You'll fear me. <laughs> but when you're ripping down nine uh, the highway at 140 miles an hour, you don't fear God or anything like that. This has been a very enlightening experience because I do sometimes wonder what the female mm-hmm. pro dating profile, like d- dating app user experience, is like. And boy, oh boy, if that was only five and 40% of them were bad, <laughs> actively bad, like just guys actively that I bad. would not even right. want to hang out with. There was one where we were like, he's trying a little bit too hard to do something that he's not good at, but at least there's some interests there. And the rest of them yeah. were, this is nothing. This is nothing. The, the first one was nothing because you didn't talk about anything. It was very bland. Yes. Um, second one was actively bad. Actively bad. Three was like rough. Was the start, best of the bunch. I'm gonna say he's the best. Yeah, I'm yes. gonna say that's the best one. If I were to rank them all, I would say him. I would go first one maybe because the Just Disney it's like one was generic. a little bit like yeah. a little bit weird. Um, so that would be third, and then this would probably be fourth, weirdly enough. And then number two was just <laughs> And then the other one said, buy me cows and tell you I'm pretty, has to be last. It's, it has to be last. He's, <laughs> literally, be he's last. literally a mooch, like he's just <laughs> taking from you. Oh, well, <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for playing this week on Match with a Farmer. We can't wait to see you next time, Will. This is, I'm, you know what? I hope there isn't a next time. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> and now, you're fired. We're done. You can't no fire more. me. I'm taking me and my army of Angus beef and work, we're simps. walking home. <laughs> Come on, Your boys. Let's simps. go. Get, <laughs> yeah. It's only one guy behind you. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, if you were able to to get some a, a different perspective, that's what we're here for. We're we're going to make you laugh, but also make you think. Oh wow! Ab- about how to have a better farmer's oldie bro. <laughs> <laughs> Not very great, good lessons, but I only saw one person who was holding up a fish. So I will say they're ahead you know of the what? curve that's... than some other apps. It's not called Fisherman's Only. <laughs> that might be a separate one. <laughs> I, listen, I stink I like it. the ocean and I got crabs all over my body. I don't know what to do, but please date me. That would be a more enjoyable for me where it's just <laughs> like, Fisherman's I only. Don't, I've been on the sea for many a fortnight and I've, I want to go to the biggest ship of all. <laughs> Land. Land. And I want to settle down with a nice woman who knows how to shine a bag leg. <laughs> I want to go to on a date, but be warned, I only pay into balloons. <laughs> <laughs> and also, can the date be inside a whale? Because that's my preferred <laughs> venue. <laughs> but anyway, if uh, you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, send us uh, any more segments that you have, send them to segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com. Head up our Twitter at Segment City. Our YouTube is Segment City. And also, if you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating. Leave us a review. We'd love to see those. We sure do. And and now we got to give a big thank you to someone in particular. Thank you to Rachel Robinson. She does our intro music. She has music you can find on platforms as such as Spotify. I've listened to her music there. Mm-hmm. And you should, too. And uh, yeah, some say she's holding a fish right now. I I'm not bold enough to make that assertion. I'm just saying some say. <laughs> That's all I'm some saying. Sa- so, <laughs> so there's rumor. You're getting r- rumors of a person who is we're currently building in the Utah. mythos. All right, there's a big mythos. <laughs> Great. I'm I'm glad that we're building her mythos of fisherman status. But anyway, this is now we're going to end with list of unusual deaths. <gasps> This is a little bit of a longer one, but uh, this is Marco Antonio Bragadin, who died on 17th of August, 1571. Marco Antonio Bragadin, Venetian captain general of Famagusta in Cyprus, was Ooh, Famagusta. Gru- Famagusta uh, was g- gruesomely killed in August, 1571, after Ottomans took over the city. He was dragged around the wall- walls with sacks of earth and stone on his back. Next, what? yeah, next. <laughs> so that was part one. What do you mean next? Next, he was tied to a chair and hoisted to the yardum of the, uh, which is a, a basically a, a mast, I think. Oh my god! Um, ho- hoisted the yardum of the Turkish flagship, 
where he was exposed to the taunts of the sailors. So, they, I mean, that one's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, you landlubber. Oh, yeah, you <laughs> city slicker. You're a city slicker. Oh, look at you. You got both of your legs and both of your eyes. Oh. Finally, he was taken to a, his place of execution in the main square, tied naked to a column, and flayed alive. Yikes. Bregadin's skin was stuffed with straw and soon rein, uh, reinvested with his military insignia and exhibited riding an ox in mocking procession along the streets of Famagusta. This is incredibly just That's, like in. It's if, too much, guys. It it's is, too much. If you ever thought that people were macabre now, you have no concept of history where people yeah. are like, do, they made this man into a fucking scarecrow. And yeah, then they, they put him on a scarecrow pinata <laughs> thing. The macabre trophy was hoisted upon the masthead pennant of the personal galley of the Ottoman commander to be brought to the, to Constantinople as a gift to Sultan uh, Selim II. <laughs> Selim II is like, hey, what the fuck? You think I'd like this? It's my birthday. Why do I yeah, want this? Yeah, this is nasty. This is, this is actually very <laughs> – I didn't uh, realize how soon after this, this next part occurred. Bracketing skin was stolen in 1580. Note, he was killed in 1571, so nine years. So he oh – and it God. takes a long time f- to get back. So let's say he got back in like two years. Immediately, basically, his skin was stolen. Like it was God. immediately stolen by a Venetian seaman and brought back to Venice, where it was received as a returning hero. <laughs> How about that for a fucking roller coaster? <laughs> Bad scarecrow, good scarecrow. Oh my God! Listen, we we start you off talking about Gucci leather, and we end oh, talking about s- this man's skin. That's this also man's kind leather. of leather. This is yeah. yeah this ugh. Ugh. yeah we we. We make, we make you, you laugh, think? or we make you we think? Make you, <laughs> <laughs> right. We also make you go, yuck. 